Hey y'all, it's your girl Smanji and welcome to the Avocado and Honey podcast where we are becoming the best version of ourselves through self-accountability and vulnerability. Go ahead and drink your water. Now let's grow together. If you haven't already, please be sure to check out the previous episode. Um, I shared basically my love for my favorite former tarot reader, YouTube tarot reader. Her name is, or the channel name is Soul Wisdom. And she basically is rebranding, changing the direction and changing how she's doing things. Um, She's doing something very similar to me in which she's just sharing all her downloads, sharing her journey and being vulnerable as fuck. I appreciate her. Um, If y'all enjoyed that episode be sure to share it with um, a friend share it on social media just share it with someone um, for today's episode I'm going to go ahead and give y'all the tarot energy for the next two weeks um, I'm also just going to give you like a little life update like I've been feel like I've been having like all these realizations about myself because like I said in the past like you know I've just been nurturing and just just nurturing myself like you know preparing to bloom and just like just doing what I need to do in order to level up you know so um yeah I have like a couple of little realizations that I had about myself that I would like to share um as well as I want to share like what I am doing about like my little gut issue that I shared in the last episode as well um and also I moved into my apartment again but this time in Houston Texas so uh, um there were some great things that happened around that too so I do want to share that as well um so first let's go ahead and get in the tarot energy and also too like I'm gonna talk about it a little later I know my energy may be a little low today. Um, I'm on a three-day water fast. This is day three. I hope I can make it through this day, (laughs) but I might end up getting a juice or something because like, uh, this is crazy. Last time I did this fast, the third day, like I felt great, but today it's starting to feel like how the second day felt. So I don't know, but I'll share more later. But let's get into this tarot energy. Um, so also before I get into the tarot energy, I want to say that I am still recording this from my phone, even though like, um, I have a setup in space and stuff just because it's a lot easier to do so. Plus it forces me to be more intentional with the things I say. Like I, I tend to just talk sometimes like, you know, and I overshare a lot. So when I edit, that's just a great opportunity to take out all the shit that I didn't mean to say, but I just said it just because I'm comfortable and I'm just talking. So with me not editing and just recording from my phone, it's legit forcing me to be more intentional. So I apologize if there are some spaces or anything um, that are, that's a little bit too long for you and all that, but I like it this way. And plus, like just with as vulnerable as I am on this podcast, like I realized that I want to be intentional with my listeners as well. So like, you know, in the beginning with me putting the music and just trying to like keep up with all the other popular podcasts, like, you know, in the beginning of creating Avocado and Honey, my intention was I wanted it to blow up and stuff. Like I wanted to be up there with the read and the friend zone and all them. But now that like this podcast then turned into my legit journey um, and I stopped running away from it and started being more vulnerable, I'm realizing that I actually don't want everybody tuning in because that means everybody's going to have an opinion on what I do and what I say. And then if they're not like, you know, didn't start their spiritual journey or just like, you know, still in the fucking matrix, then it's just too much. So I'm realizing that I like this. Like I like 
this little gorilla style, I guess. I don't know what the fuck to call it, but I like this. I like recording it this way. And I feel like, you know, whoever is supposed to listen to this podcast, they'll listen to it. And then also, see, y'all been on one. <laughs> but also, like, you know, I watched the Biggie uh, documentary on Netflix yesterday and while I was like making jewelry and stuff. And it's just amazing. Like this man, he was only, I think, 24 when he passed. And he passed like, I think like almost 20, uh, 20 years ago, 25 years ago or something like that. And his music is still legend. He's immortal at this point. Like, yeah, he's no longer physically here, but the things that he created while he was here is going to be here forever. Like my great, great grandkids is probably going to know Juicy and whatever other Biggie song, you know what I'm saying? So that makes me feel good about, you know, recording this and being so vulnerable on this podcast. So other little black girls in the future, when I'm no longer here, they'll be able to discover it and get firsthand of the growth process to becoming the woman that I am becoming. So while everybody is praising the woman that I've become, like no one really you would know the journey unless you know you listen to this podcast or you read my autobiography that's coming out when I'm like 65 or 70 you know but let me stop let me go ahead and get into the tarot energy and also y'all thanks for listening y'all I really do appreciate y'all and it's been beautiful to see the growth of avocado and honey from the beginning until now like I'm still so surprised that so many of you, so many of y'all are even fucking listening to me so that's how I know that we are aligned unless like you know you just be messy and just want to know what the fuck I got going on but anyway Let's get into the tarot energy. So, whew, all that talking took a lot out of me right now, y'all. Like I said, I'm a little fat, I'm a fast, and my energy is a little low. So, let me. So, the two cards that I pulled out um, before I pressed record the first one is the Three of Swords. So, this card off top, I can look at it. It's a heart with three swords going through it. So, it's obvious that it's about like some sort of heartbreak. Or like betrayal is what I'm getting from this card. And then the second card that I've got or that I pulled is the six of pentacles, which is like, you know, someone who is obviously living an abundant life, got everything they need material wise and probably spiritually. That's probably why they got it. And they're um, basically sharing with the less fortunate. So, um, yeah, that's what that card looks like. So let me go ahead and get into the definitions of each of these cards via Biddy Tarot. Uh, the first definition I'm going to read, I wish I read the definitions before so I won't be stuttering. I forgot to do that, but oh well. Um, so the first card I'm going to read is the Three of Swords. Upright. Both cards are upright too, by the way. When a Three of Swords turns up in a tarot reading, it signals that you are feeling deeply hurt and disappointed. Your heart has been pierced by the sharp blades of others' hurtful words, actions, and intentions, and they have inflicted intense emotions of pain, sadness, grief, and heartbreak. These events are often unexpected and come out of the blue, making them even more painful. The Three of Swords is also about an emotional release. When you have suffered a major setback or loss, now is an excellent time to have a good cry. Expressing your sadness is part of the cleansing process and letting it all out will help you move on to better times. Allow yourself the opportunity to experience these emotions, no matter how painful. Cry, shout, or scream at the top of your lungs. Do whatever it takes to express your anger or pain as this will help the emotions flow through and out of you. However, it is also essential that you continue to focus on the path ahead. This is like 
balance, you know? <laughs> you may run the risk of becoming so absorbed in these emotions swirling around. So oh, sorry. You may run the risk of becoming so absorbed and absorbed in these emotions swirling around you that to you you lose sight of what you need to just let go and move on. Your focus stays locked on the damage when it should be on the recovery. Now is time to accept what happened and move forward with your life. The Three of Swords comes as a reminder that pain, sorrow, and grief are a necessary part of life. Without pain, you will never experience the challenges you need to grow and develop as a person. Every hardship creates discomfort, which inevitably turns into an opportunity to become stronger, learn from your mistakes, and change the course of your life for the better. While the pain may cloud your vision for a time, it will eventually bring clarity and enable you to put the past behind you. Can you see this experience as a learning opportunity? Because everything's a lesson. The good news is that this pain season will pass. While the three of swords brings hurt and sadness, it is only temporary. You will bounce back. The clouds will dissipate and you, and soon you will have a better perspective on what you can learn from the experience. You can conquer any pain that comes your way. All it takes is faith, self-love, forgiveness, and time. The Three of Swords often arrives when you are taking others' words to heart. You may be more prone to internet trolls, workplace bullies, or spiteful strangers. Or it may be closer to home with you, with those you love saying hurtful words to you. Just remember that you do not have to accept their words as truth. They are merely another person's opinion or projection of their own inner fears and anxiety. It's usually projection of their own inner fears and anxieties. Shift the energy by looking at these people with a compassionate heart. What struggles are they going through that they feel they need to throw their insecurities at you? Be mindful too. Why are their words triggering you? Is there a more profound truth in what they've said? One you might be willing to see just wait, one you might not be willing to see just yet. Use these pain points to expand your perspective and see the bigger picture of what is happening here. This definitely resonated with me. Um, to not share too much of my personal fucking business. Um, I did like low key get into it with my little brother out here. It was completely unnecessary. Um, and it was just one of those situations where I chose compassion and I am so proud of myself for doing that but it's like I'm getting to the point like when people come at me when I know I ain't did shit to them like when I know I legit didn't do shit and people come at me crazy like I legit see like the child in them like I see them crying out for fucking help so and I understand when I do it like you know I have a cat and sometimes like when he do cat shit I'll get upset and like pop him I'm working on it Peter do not come for me like I'm not abusing the cat but I'll pop his ass sometimes like when he do shit that I tell him not to do but it's hard to control cats but I'm realizing that this is a cat and it's just doing cat shit and I'm frustrated with myself and this cat doing cat shit is the perfect opportunity for me to take my frustrations out. So that's my own example. But I'm really proud of myself for choosing the compassionate route because I would want others to choose the compassionate route for me. Plus, again, I see the hurt in people like it's it's crazy, but like I see it. And plus, I ain't do shit. So this is not nothing. None of this is called for. So, yeah. But I am going to heed this card's advice and let out whatever emotions I feel came with that experience. Um, 
Because, I mean, I did cry a little bit, like, you know, I let out whatever emotions that I felt, but um, kind of like what the second paragraph said, I was like, all right, that's enough, back burner, let me get this work done because I ain't got time for it. But um, now that I'm, my, I'm in my space, I feel like I can definitely like do another moment to like fully release it so I won't keep holding on to it. And then five years down the line, I, I'm like, you know, acting out crazy because I never really dealt with the situation at hand. You feel me? So shout out to this three of swords and shout out to you if you're choosing compassion when people really come fuck with you because they gonna come fuck with you, especially if you delight. Like when people, if you are in the darkness, what do you do just in a normal environment? Like if you are in a dark room, the first thing you're gonna do is look for the light. So people that are in dark spaces, what do they do? They look for the light in everybody else and try to take that shit. And that's what I mean when there's a spiritual warfare, like the people who are choosing to be the dark side or the shadow, like, you know, they have, <laughs> all they know is to just get the light from someone else. So that's why it's so important for us to stay grounded and to deal with whatever situation that comes to us. Like granted, if it was like a stranger telling me some bullshit that my brother said, I probably wouldn't give a fuck. But since it like the the um, definition said, since it was coming from someone that I love, it hurt it like 30 times more. But it is what it is. And I'm grateful for the reality check, honestly. Like, I'm grateful for all these experiences that happened in my life, whether I like them or not, because I needed to see that side of him, you know? But let me let me proceed. Um, the next card is the Six of Pentacles. I need to take another breath, y'all. Yo, just talking is a lot right now with this fast like this is crazy and i drank so much water today already and i'm recording this it's like 8 a.m right now but um actually let me drink a little water right now excuse me but um the second card definition i'm going to read is uh the six of pentacles you may be like the wealthy man in this card, sharing your wealth and abundance with others. You have accumulated great wealth and are now in a position to offer financial assistance to those in need. You give generously through charitable donations or fundraising and enjoy the good feelings associated with helping others. Even if you are not financially wealthy, you offer up your time, energy, love, and support to those who are in need, knowing it will be appreciated. Giving of your time or your wisdom is often just a spiritual fulfilling, is often just as spiritually fulfilling as giving away money or gifts. And the intangible gift of your presence is received just as well, if not better. There may be times when you wonder if you can truly afford to give generously to others. And the wise advice of the Six of Pentacles it is, is to trust that every contribution you make is valued and will come back to you threefold. You may also be inclined to make a loan to someone on the premise that they will eventually pay you back once they are back on their feet. This is a loan built on trust and good faith, knowing that if you give something away, it will come back to you. Remember, though, that this exchange is more about a short term fix and not a sustainable solution. So think about how you can financially support your family or friends in a way that encourages them towards self-sufficiency. 
because you don't be taking care of everybody forever on the, unless they're your kids on the other hand you may be on the receiving end of other people's generosity accepting these gifts with gratitude this will help you to get back on your feet and to eventually repay the charitable organization or individual either with your time or your restored wealth you will also need to identify ways in which you can become more self-sufficient in the long run. The risk of accepting charity is that you become dependent on it and cannot look after yourself. Be mindful that you are not growing submissive or noticeably desperate as a result of the charity that someone else is providing you. Finally, the Six of Pentacles is a card representing financial harmony. The amounts flowing in and out are in balance and you are thankful for what you have and happy to share with others in needs um i'll take it <laughs> but i have definitely like i shared an episode in the past like i've been working on like my relationship with money i've actually been doing something um that i'm proud of um and that's just been giving back like you know i'm obviously i'm not rich or anything and i definitely do be struggling here and there but every time i have cash which is why i try well it's not why i don't try to carry cash but i don't spend cash on things that i need i tend to use my card so when i do have cash i take that as a sign to like give back like you know so especially now that i'm driving again like you know all these little freeway um entrances and exits like no matter what city you in there's always like some homeless people there so i'm not saying that i'm just like you know throwing money out the window every time i see a homeless person but if i legit feel drawn to give this person money then i'm gonna do it no matter what bill i have which is new which is new i gave a homeless person twenty dollars not too long ago and <laughs> i was just like wow gross bitch because uh what <laughs> but that's because i know you know, I think um, in the book that I've mentioned plenty times on this podcast, the Conversations with God book, when it came to money, one of the things I feel, I'm paraphrasing, so if you read the book, like, you know, don't come for me, but um, it was just saying something like, you know, when it comes to money, like, you know, if you see someone who's homeless on the ground and you feel that's the important part, like you feel the need to give to them. Like, if I feel I should give this person some money, I'm going to give this person some fucking money. If I feel I should do it, then I'm going to do it. Like, I'm not going to let anyone guilt trip me into giving them money. But if I feel it, then I do it. So if you see someone homeless and you feel that you should give them money, um, and you don't, basically, it's kind of like preventing you from receiving money because like the person that's homeless, they're in an energy where like they feel like there's an end to money. Like, you know, they don't feel abundant. They don't feel that they, they are where the money reside and that it flows freely to them. So when you give them money, they feel like, you know, that's kind of where it ends. When you, uh, you know, being the spiritual motherfucker that you are, like you understand that money flows to you. Money is energy. Like this ain't shit. I'm going to get this bag tenfold, like this reading said. So you give that person whatever you have. And also in the book, it was just saying how like, like, you know, that battle that we have, that's why I was so proud of myself for giving someone a $20 bill. <laughs> but like, you know, that combo that you have with yourself when you see a homeless person and you want to give them money, but then you pull out your cash and you realize you only got a 20 um, and some change. So you pull, you got a 20 and you don't want to give them a 20 because it's just like, shit, I could do something with this 20. So then you try to see if you have a smaller bill, but then you realize you only got like six cents in coins. And then now you're just like, man, I don't want to, you know, look shady and give this person just six cents. So by the time you even make a decision, you're already up the block and past the homeless person. So now you could just, you know, not do anything because you're not going to walk back. Like, you know, so that's what I mean. Just like acting on that first instinct, that first feel. So yeah, but okay. 
So again, like y'all, I moved into my apartment out here in Houston, Texas. Let's say Houston. And I am so grateful, y'all. Like, I want to tell y'all about this week, though, leading up to moving in. Um, because I tried something new. Like, I'm really embracing being the light and, like, not playing both sides. And when I say playing both sides, it's like having that lack of faith and then having a faith and then not having faith and then having faith. It's like, I need to have faith in, at all times, like no matter what the situation is. And if y'all keep hearing the random shit in the back, it's my cat. Like he, Luther's out here playing with a toy. I'm happy he's playing in the morning time and not when it's time to go to sleep though. So go ahead. But um, yeah, back to this apartment. So when I was in Atlanta and I applied to the apartment, like I got approved in like three days. So when I'm here, I'm just like, you know what? I read something that Miriam Hasna posted to her like Twitter or Instagram like months ago, probably over a year ago. And it was just, she said something of the nature that like, you know, she, cause you know, people always be like, you know, the universe tested me, I'm people. <laughs> the universe always tested me, ah, 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 She was like, you know, I, I'm, I'm, the universe don't test me, I test the universe, you know? So I basically had that energy when I like applied to this apartment, gave all my documents and shit, and I was just like, you know what, universe, if this apartment is mine, make this shit happen, make it happen. Like I've been working my ass off and legit money was just fucking flowing to me. So like I was, I this shit literally happened, yo. And it was so crazy because like I came back to... I think like dropped off the, my deposit or something and or actually turned in the application, I think it was. And then I met with like another agent in the leasing office. And then he was like, yo, this apartment, because I was going to go move into a different apartment in this complex. But he was just like, I feel like, you know, this apartment, like it would be a lot better. You might like it. He didn't say it like that, but he was like hinting at it. So I was just like, man, show me this apartment that you're talking about. Cause obviously you want me to see it. So I had seen it and I was like, I see what you mean. It's cause it's like high ceilings in the living room and stuff. So it kind of gives off like the vibe of a, lux- a luxurious apartment. You feel me? So I was just like, I, right. so we go back to the leasing office and he tell me this fucking address. And I was just like, I couldn't hold it in. I was like, yo, this is this is my apartment. Like, I was telling him, like, yo, this is my shit. Tell me why the address. I'm going to make it up, of course. But it was divine number. So the address was something of the nature like 44555. And I was just like, I bet. So then after that, that's when I was just like, all right, universe, if this shit is mine, like, make it happen. Like, I'm tired of worrying and anything. I'm just having complete faith. And I understand that if I don't get this apartment, that means that I didn't need to be there, you know? So this is really new for me because I do, I was one of those people that was playing both sides in the sense where I didn't have faith and then I would have faith. Like, I mainly have faith when things were going well, but as soon as shit went wrong, like, my faith was like one foot in, one foot out type shit. So I'm in a point where it's just like, I understand why shit is happening happening and I set my intentions. I know exactly what I came here to do. So everything that's happening in my life is guiding me towards that way. Granted, I definitely created some situations by my decisions, but it is what it is. So I'm in my my space and I can't wait to like deck it out. And this is how I know I'm supposed to be here because like compared to my space in Atlanta, like I was not really excited to decorate. I was just not really it's all energy based, yo, with that Atlanta shit. Like, I love Atlanta. Atlanta's great. I love black people, but the vibe there was not for me. Like, there's this energy, yo. <laughs> Maybe I'll share it later on in my, my biography or whatever. I don't know. But, anyways, but like the energy here is just like 
10 times better. Like I'm looking forward to it. I'm envisioning how I want to decorate. Like this shit is great. And I'm just super geeked and I'm excited to show y'all eventually, um, you know, the place I want to, you know, deck it out a little bit, a little bit, but yeah. So, um, as I mentioned in the last episode, like, you know, I was just feeling like I've been having like gut issues or whatever. And like, I've been nauseous. No, I'm not pregnant. (laughs) You kind of have to have sex to get pregnant. And, um, yeah. So what I feel has been happening with my gut, I'm not a doctor or anything. Again, I'm just listening to my body and intuition, I guess. Um, but if shit definitely goes south or whatever, I would definitely rely on Western uh, medicine. But um, basically, I feel like it makes sense for my stomach to be fucking up because for 2020, legit for most of the year, I was great. Like I was on it. Like, But as soon as I left New York in August, that's when like my eating just kind of went downhill. Um, before smoking, weed became my advice it was eating overeating like food gave me comfort and that's why I've never been skinny so um I kind of just went back to that so that's why it's just like you know highlighting the shit that I do need to work on and heal and all that shit so with that being said like I shared in the previous podcast when I moved to Atlanta like I started eating chicken and dairy and I was just like fuck veganism it's just started eating all the foods that I missed and trying all these new foods without any restrictions and then I came here and I didn't eat meat here, um, but I did eat like a little bit dairy. Like, you know, with the heavy Mexican population here, I've been getting back to my elote and shit. So, um, but I haven't, it's definitely not as bad as it was in Atlanta, but I did do that in Atlanta and I was in Atlanta for at least like five months. I'm not saying it was consistent with the the change of eating habits, but it was enough where I feel like my body was like, what the, how do we even digest all this shit? You know? So with me eating all that bullshit and processed food on top of that. So it's like chips, yo, I love chips. I can't, I can't say that I could give chips up now, but you know, portions, you know, every now and again, not every day. So with me eating all this processed shit and just food that I haven't eaten in so long, like the meat and dairy, my body, I feel like it was just went into overload. And I don't, I can't say that I was ever really constipated. So I never thought anything was wrong since shit was like, you know, literally flowing out naturally. But I feel like, you know, I overate so much that there's still so much shit. (laughs) so I guess it's safe to say I'm full of shit (laughs) I crack myself up but um so yeah so basically I've been like working on clearing this out because I don't like feeling like this and I want to get back to feeling great all the time so I've been trying to figure out like again like how to kind of detox and cleanse my or clean my colon and all that shit so that's um another reason why I decided to do this water fast to not put anything else in my body for at least three days and to just drink water um but today I'm really feeling it and I need to drive today so um I may go get like a little juice I'm not gonna eat any solid foods and I'm just kind of gonna just play it by ear so like after this three-day fast I may do like five days just juice or raw and just kind of just dig back to the veggies and shit because I don't like this at all so um but also one thing I want to share okay so like I said I've been overweight forever so like losing weight has always been a part of my fucking life story which is a annoying now but it is what it is so back when I was like 19 um you know trying to lose weight or whatever I was working at Supidio over there on Ingle um Inglewood in Inglewood off of Century 
fuck it. I can't even think of it right now. What is it? Imperial and Crenshaw. I used to work at that superior over there. That's how I know the little Espanol that I do. But I say this to say that, you know, I've always vibed with like older people. So everybody there was older than me, but everybody fuck with me because I just, <laughs> I'm the person to fuck with, you know? So, um, so all the girls there, like they, everybody was trying to lose weight basically. And they put me on to this fucking ballerina tea. So it's like this three ballerina tea. It's like a green box tea. I think you can get it almost anywhere. I know they probably have it at Walmart. They use, if you in Cali, they got this shit at 99 cent only. I went to the 99 cent only here in Texas. Only one, but I didn't see it. Um, but I got like this different type of brand. It's like a, a Chinese dietary drink, which look exactly like the three ballerina um, tea that I used to drink. So I got that one because I knew it was going to do the same thing. So let me go ahead and give y'all the disclaimer, which is what the homegirl who put me on that superior told me too. She was like, look, make sure you take the whole day off <laughs> when you take this tea. So basically with the tea, you drink it. And then like within 12 hours, you basically shit your whole life away. Like, excuse my French, excuse, you know, whatever. But that's basically what happened. So with me remembering this, I was like, you know, maybe this will help me, you know, get the shit out or detox or whatever the fuck is happening. So um, on my first day of my fast, I took the tea in the morning and, you know, it did what it had to do. So, of course, I didn't really leave the house. I mean, actually, I did leave the house. Um, I went for like a little walk and stuff, too, um, around the neighborhood because I realized I didn't <laughs> I don't walk as much anymore. So I walked to the post office, actually dropped um, some packages off and walked back. So that was nice. And then I, when I came back, it was like a lot of, you know, ab intestine motion. So I had to go. But and then I took it again on the second day. So on the fast, the second day of fast, I drank nothing but water and this tea as well. And um, I feel like it wasn't necessary. I feel like it was good with just me drinking it once um, because that the second day I mainly just got cramps and stuff. And I was it was just weird. So I wouldn't um, recommend doing it twice if you're fasting. But if you're eating, you'll probably get the same um, result because whatever you just ate is probably going to come out like, like that. So I did that. I've been doing this three, I'm on day three of my three day water fast. But like I said, I may drink some juice just so I can have a little bit more energy today. Um, but nonetheless, I'm going to like, you know, stick with the clean eating. And this is a nice time to like reset. I'm in a new space. I legit have no more excuses as to why I can't do what I need to do. So I'm excited and I'm grateful, but um, yeah. And just like what this, the last thing I said, I want to talk about is just like the realization that I had within myself. And I kind of just want to elaborate more or kind of just say in a better way, um, what I said in a previous podcast episode. And that was just like, you know, one thing I said that I felt like I learned about myself was that like, it kind of sounded like I said, I could just do it all by myself. But what I meant was like, you know, when I have friends and stuff and I see their potential, I see literally the creativity that they can do. And if they can only get through whatever it is that they're getting through, like I see their potential basically. So with me saying that, it's like, I need to see my potential. Like I need to stop relying on other people to see my potential to do what I need to do. Like I need to see it. I need to know that I'm enough and I, that I can actually fucking do it. And and it's just like, I don't need to keep proving to myself that I can do these things. I just need to do these things. So, um, yeah, <laughs> that's, I just wanted to elaborate on that a little bit more. And I'm just really geeked, yo. You know, they say that the new year technically starts like around March 20th, around spring. 
Um, so I'm going to definitely take that because your girl will be blooming again this spring. And I'm just really geeked, y'all. I'm really grateful that I took this time to really just work on myself, to attend to these issues that I'm feeling in my body. And it's just that, you know, I'm in a point where it's just like, I can't ignore myself anymore. So even down to just like, how I respond to people. Like, I can't babysit anyone else's feelings anymore. Like, I did that a lot in my 20s. Like, I withheld a lot of information. People already thought I was blunt, (laughs) but I still withheld a lot, you know, to preserve people's feelings or to preserve whatever relationship I feel I have with them or whatever. But it's like, yo, like, if people have no problem telling me shit, um, well, it's not even that because people do have problems telling me shit. But it's just that, like, I'm not about to hurt myself. Like, you know, I know that if I don't say something is bothering me, then down the line, I'm going to get resentful and I'm going to like backlash and like get upset over something small. But it's not really that small thing you did. It's everything that I've never felt to, or it's everything that I built up that I have built up inside me that I never shared with you that's been bothering me or whatever. So I'm in a space where it's just like, I'm not doing it. And I keep experiencing situations over and over where it's just like, Obviously, people don't give a fuck. <laughs> like, you know, about what the fuck you feel and going through. So it's not like, you know, like, it's not like with from a negative standpoint, it's like self preservation standpoint. It's just like, I'm going to let you know respectfully, like, you know, how I feel. And it's just like, if you can't take this information, then that's just something you're going to have to deal with on your own, you know? And it's just like, I'm not about to be out here critiquing, critiquing people and just giving my opinion. But it's just like, if I'm sharing with something that bothers me, it's just like, I'm just speaking up for myself more. Like, you know, and I'm really grateful for it. Like, even the other day, like, you know, some dude pulled up on me and I'm just like, I don't know what it is. Like, but my energy, my tolerance with men is like extremely low now. <laughs> um, so my bad, but it's not my bad because it's just like, what? Like, homie just pulled up on me and was like, what's your name? And I was just like, like, nigga, what's your name? Like, what? I don't know you. Like, it was, maybe it's just me being in New York for too long. <laughs> but anyway, I'm grateful for it. Yo, shout out to my cat Luther, too, for holding it down through all this. I know his ass been terrified with all the moods and just crazy shit that's been happening. But I'm glad, I'm grateful he a real one and held it down. He stayed four paws down, you feel me? But I'm going to go now. I do feel really good. So I'm going to probably go get my little juice and, you know, do what I need to do today. But thank y'all for listening and being on this journey with me as always. Be sure to follow Avocado and Honey on all social media platforms at Avocado and Honey. I will be making um, a lot more effort to be more on Twitter. I'm realizing that I'm liking Instagram less and less. So I'm going to go over to Twitter and just talk my shit under Avocado and Honey. Um, so be sure to follow me there or any social media platform at Avocado Honey. My personal social or socials um, name, I guess, is at underscore Smangie, S-M-A-N-G-I-E-E. Also, y'all do know that I make handmade hair accessories and jewelry now with crystals and cowrie shells under shell monies. We will be turning a year old this month and I am excited. I'm hella proud of myself for being consistent with this. I'm proud of the fucking growth and I'm grateful for everybody who's been supporting me. Like I 
legit, this was something where I just kind of was just like, all right, I'm gonna trust myself because I feel like I need to do this. And it was, it's successful. Like, you know, I'm shocked that people fuck with it so much. Like I got so many fucking great reviews and it just warms my heart that so many people, especially black women, are rocking my shit and loving it. Like, and I'm glad that people are receptive to all the love that I am putting into creating each and everything. Like I'm not shipping it to you if I wouldn't wear it. And so, you know, so I'm grateful for that. So y'all check out shell monies at shell monies s-h-e-l-l-m-o-n-i-e-s or you can go directly to my site which is www.shellmoneys.store thank y'all again for one bearing with me through this episode um and my low energy at least i feel like i have low energy i'm not sure if it's coming off that way but you know three days no food and it's also just like yo if i could go three days with no food what the fuck can i can't i do like bitch i'm unstoppable at this point like what let, let me go start my day, y'all. Thank y'all again for being on this journey with me. Shout out to you for continuing continuing to work on yourself, keeping it real with yourself, and growing through all these fucking crazy ass situations that we will experience. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and shut up now. Thank y'all. I hope y'all have the week you deserve.